Hallelujah. Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Speaking Truth with Pastor Linda. This is Valerie Burrell with my beautiful, wonderful, anointed co-host, no, Pastor morning, Linda Good Brown. morning, my sister. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to hear your voice this morning. Oh, Praise the it's Lord. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to be heard. It's a blessing it to is. be heard. Oh, yeah, God is, is so great. You know, since you know, we really never know what the Spirit of God is going to speak to us until we get here, generally. And mm-hmm. um, I know that yesterday when I was setting it up, the 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 topic that the Spirit of God gave me was the word is life. The word is life. And when you and I were briefly talking last night about worship and how worship is more than just singing a song, but worship is the way we live. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like the, that God is saying. And then when you just shared about what sort of brought you into the morning, it was the mm-hmm. sound of worship. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It was the sound of worship, not the sound mm. of music, but the Mm-mm. sound of worship, which is Hallelujah. completely different. The sound of worship. And I was sharing with Pastor Linda that when I woke up this morning, I, I, I was up and down and up and down and up and down. And when mm-hmm. I finally got up, it was out of a dream. But what I didn't, the point that I didn't get to was that. I was in a part of the dream where the pastor of that group of people that survived that crash had come and he said, Can he said we need to pray because everybody was just so emotional and we were all just grateful that this helicopter went down, no one lost their life, everybody was out, those were being attended to. And the pastor said, Let's pray and he looked at me and he said, Pastor, no prophet, he said, You're an apostolic woman and I just nodded my head, and we grabbed hands, and he began to pray. And the Spirit of God came in, and God shifted it. And that man just began to walk. He just began to back up from me and back up. And I was decreeing and declaring and speaking some things in his life, and he was backing up. But the whole time this was going on, the people in the back were worshiping. Ooh, glory. Hallelujah. Mm, They were worshiping. mm. They were lifting hands and they were singing songs and they were bowing before the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And I said, my God, it's something about it. Y'all, I know we just sort of took off like we always do. We, I, we I do. Come on, come on, come on. When you when you were telling me about the dream, you didn't get to tell me all. You yeah. said you you when you when you started saying that people were popping up. What were you saying? You were speaking. You were saying save them, save yeah. them. Uh, and yeah. every time you said save them, one would would pop up, pop up one would come up. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh my yeah, God. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. save them, and one would come up, save yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you say yeah. the? 
the word is life, L-I-F-E, or life. L-I-F-E, L-I-F-E, the word our is words life. Our words are alive. Our words yes. have life. Our words make life. a difference. We need to they be do. speaking what God says. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Yeah, we, we, have, to do, we have to speak what God speaks. Yes. And, and the key to that is knowing what he speaks. And, and, yes. and, and so, you know, I'm one who... I can't tell you the latest worship songs. I, uh-huh. I don't. I don't listen. I don't. I don't know. I don't know some of the newest. You know. I don't know those things because God speaks to me sometimes in old hymns, old songs. You know what I'm saying? It's those things that sometimes that He'll recall to me. But it's those things that when I was in a place in my life, L I F E, that I heard that song. And it ministered to my spirit, and it took me into a place of worship. Mm, it didn't entertain me. It didn't make me feel good. I didn't have to get up and do a jig, but it spoke to my spirit. And I think about the first one when I was three years old, and I sang with my grandmother's group called the Triple River Singers in Plum Point, Virginia. The song that I sang that made me have my first experience with, with worship was Yes, Jesus Loves Me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Mm. Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. At three years old, I sang that song, sis, and I couldn't get through the whole thing. I could not get through the whole song. And I was Mm. in tears because, yes, and and the house was was tore up. And I know they were like, who is this little girl? And she coming in here singing, and she got all of us in tears. It wasn't Out me. of the mouths of babe, God will perfect perfect praise. He Hallelujah. will. And I just, <laughs> I remember that moment because wow. that moment gave me life. And so, yes, the word is life. Mm. And worship is a part of how we should live. Amen. 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 Mm. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 Amen. Mm, mm. Worship. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Worship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What is worship, Pastor? Tell what is worship. Really? What is worship? You know, well, I, I'm. Yeah, I want to read the word, and um, mm-hmm. let's go to Romans twelve one and and two, because when yeah, we talk yeah. about that, then we'll see worship in that, because we can we can start saying it's this and it's that, but let's 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 look at this um, apostle. And Romans twelve one and two, and I'll be reading from the King James version. And mm-hmm. and and Paul was talking here. He said, "I beseech you, brethren, mm. by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living uh-huh. sacrifice. Come on, holy, acceptable on. unto God, which is your reasonable service. Come on, come on." I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, Mm. acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And it goes on to talk a little bit more in verse 2. Now, that was King James. And so let's see what the New Living Translation says. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living 
and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Can I read it out of the message? Read it out of the message, and I'm going to get that. I got to amplify it, too. Go ahead. The message. <laughs> the message reads this way. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. That All was right. the message. Wow. Okay, I got, I got one more to amplify. The message breaks it down, really breaks it down. The, the amplified say, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren. And beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive declaration, dedication of your bodies, I'm sorry, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies presenting all your members and faculties, presenting all your members and faculties as a mm. living sacrifice. sacrifice. Holy, oh. devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent yeah. service and spiritual worship. Sorry for the pause oh. there. That's all right. Man, that, there's some man. there's some key words here. Um, yes, Apostle. Yes, yeah, there's yeah, some yeah, key yeah, words yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Decisive oh, dedication God. of your bodies. I mean, these things are intentional. Our worship yes. needs to be intentional. It, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I no, know you, I go, know you're on go, a roll. No, 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 no. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Presenting all your members of your body. Does that mean your mouth? <laughs> your yeah. eyes? Yeah. Your ears, your hand, your feet. Remember we talked about God having a principle that he has established in the earth that in order to operate in this realm, in this realm, in this natural realm where we in, you can't operate in here if you don't have a body. Mm-mm. We no. have he needs a body. So when we dedicate ourselves to him because he saved us and we are now in him and he's in us, we begin to operate on his behalf as ambassadors in the earth. So we present ourselves to him to for him to work through us. We do what he said do. We go where he said go. We mm-hmm. operate in the principles that he has established for his kingdom. That is worship. So yes. then we begin to express. We give expressions 
of our worship through our lifting of hands, through our song, through bowing and kneeling. Okay, now I'm going to stop, Apostle, and let you go. (laughs) No, that's good because as you stated, when you read that from the Amplified, the 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 first sentence, therefore I urge you, I urge you, I, I urge appeal you. to you. Mm-hmm. I appeal to you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, this is not something that I'm just being haphazard about. Oh, I Come think on. it would be a good idea. No, mm-hmm. I urge you, which means this thing is intentional. This thing is going to be life-changing. This is going to yeah. be beneficial for you. So I'm saying to you, Look, if look, if I were you, I wouldn't wait around on this. I wouldn't play with this. I want you to take this seriously. I'm urging you. And apostle, he said, brethren. So yes. when he says brethren, he's talking to those that have accepted the Lord Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, those that are I mean, in the body, brothers and right. sisters. We- we can't. We need to stop looking at what other people do and and want to make them do what we do if they haven't accept Jesus. They are none of His. They're not a part of His. Yes, no. they are God's creation. I'm not saying that. Yes, God loves them. But Jesus said, unless you are born again, you are not a part of the kingdom. You can't even see the kingdom. So stop trying to put people in the kingdom when they're not in the kingdom. Well, rough. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not going somewhere else with that. Okay. Okay. No, uh, they need to hear that though. That's just true because we we always want to put everybody in the same ball of wax, and we are not all in the same ball of wax. So he's mm-hmm. saying, "Look, I'm urging you. I, I'm I'm putting pressure on you to make a decision because you have you've made you've made this statement. You've received. You believe. So now look." I need you to to look at how you're living your life. He's saying, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart. And the Lord was speaking to me about uh, set apart just on Friday, and I'm sure that that'll be something that I release next week. But he said, some of us have confused being set apart by God and separated ourselves because of our own will. Huh? This says, dedicating all of yourselves set apart. When you're set apart, you're being set apart to do a work. When I'm looking at set apart in the kingdom, it's because Uh God has chosen you and pulled you out of a situation and isolated you to prepare you for what's to come. And what we do in our flesh is we separate ourselves when we get angry, when we get upset, when we don't get our way. And then we tell people, well, you know, I've been set apart for such a time as this. No, the truth is you got you got your feelings hurt. Somebody told you the truth. You didn't want to hear it. And you separated yourself. And you wanted to say that God orchestrated it. Come on. We got to know the difference between us separating ourselves and being set apart. But this scripture says dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living mm-hmm. sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God. Which is your logical, intelligent Mm -hmm. act of worship? 
Mm-hmm. Is it is it an issue that our people, the people in the body of Christ are not logical anymore because they haven't been transformed by the renewing of their minds? Is it that we're not intelligent anymore because we're not seeking the truth? We're not studying the word? We're not really living? We're, we're not seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so that things could be added unto us? Are we not acting logically and intelligently? And could that be the hindrance as to why we are not experiencing the act of worship as we live day to day? I'm just asking mm. the question. I'm asking the question. Right. I'm right. asking the question. Because mm-hmm. this word told, tells us that we are to be, be not conformed to this world any longer, but be transformed we, and progressively right. changed. That's process, y'all. And we don't always like change and we don't always like process. But this word is urging you. Don't get caught up in what the world is doing. Don't get caught up in this superficial stuff. But be transformed and changed by maturing in the things of God. All right, I'm gonna shut up. Go ahead. Well, God. we go, we go. You, you going on to verse two? We gonna go back to verse oh, one and Lord talk about mercy, it some more. Mercy, because you, you were talking about worship, and, and and it says we talked about him, the appeal, the appeal to the brethren, and begging them in view of all of God's mercies. Now, when we think about the mercies of God, what is grace is getting what we don't deserve. Mercy is not getting what we do deserve because we don't deserve mercy. Mercy is getting what we don't deserve. We don't deserve the mercies of God, and we only deserve it now because of what Christ has done, and we are in him and Christ is in us. So daily we get his mercies because the word said that his, his mercies are new every morning because our messes are new every day, right? Okay. So, so, so the mercies of God, we're making that decision, as you have said, to consecrate and commit and devote our whole being to the Lord for worship. In other words, we're totally dedicated. That means everything that I have. That means my body, my possessions, my money, my bank account, everything belongs to God because I'm committing everything to him. And when you talked about worship, and one of the examples when I studied worship was if you take you take a dog that's that's committed to his master, and that dog loves the master so much, and that the dog will even lick the master's hand. And it's been proven that a dog won't even leave his master a lot of times when, when that person dies. That dog will lay right there with him and die there with him if necessary that a dog won't even leave out of the burning house if their master doesn't go with him. That's worship, because what we've done is lay down our lives. The word says, every day I am crucified with Christ. I mean, every day I die with Christ. That, that fleshly part of me dies. Nevertheless, I live but it's not me that's living, but it's the mm-hmm. Christ that's living in me because mm-hmm. I'm allowing him to control my life. We talk about people being possessed by demonic forces, being possessed, meaning that force take over you. So we need to allow the spirit of the living God that lives in us to control us, to take over us. He won't do it, but we have to yield. He's a gentleman, so he don't go and just say, no, I'm taking over, and I'm going to make you do this. No. He wants us to submit ourselves to him. 
That's when he can live in us. That's when he grows in us. That's when the fruit of the Spirit has taken root and begin to grow and expound in us the love of God, the peace of God, the joy, the long-suffering, the patience. All of that is the fruit of the Spirit that will begin to manifest and grow when we start worshiping, when we live a life of worship. Amen. So go ahead. So now you're saying... Why? Go ahead, Apostle. <laughs> no, no, go, 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 go. It's good. No. It's good. No, but then, oh, then look, you're saying, <laughs> hey, we need to be like the kingdom. We need to look like the kingdom. And I know all of our, our listeners this morning, we, we probably, those that are listening already know this word. So all we're doing is encouraging you in this hour that this is what our, our Lord and Savior has commanded for us to do and that this is encouragement. And they may have some some um, thoughts on this that they want to share. But we can't look like the world, but we got to be conformed and be transformed by our mind. So the more our mind take on the life of the word of God, because you said that the word is alive, it's, alive. it's living, yes. it's powerful, it's active. So when we eat the word, it's taking root. Every time we hear it, um, it grows, it grows. We're feeding and it's growing and maturing and it's bringing light and it's salt to the earth. And so we're beginning to look like Jesus. That is our worship. That's truly our mm-hmm. worship. And when we mm-hmm. get to that place, when we come together, when we are individually worshiping or we come together, we can lift up our hands. We can, we can give praise and honor to the Lord. We can bow down in worship. We can, we can do these things because we're living a life of worship. And it just doesn't become songs that we're singing um, to the audience. It's, it's, it's a worship team that's truly living what they're singing. Therefore, when they lift up those words to the Lord, the glory of God comes in. And when his glory comes in, it's coming in to make a difference in the lives of mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Oh, Lord. How we many do times have several we... callers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Go I was going to tell the callers. We have several callers on the line. If you have a question or a comment, certainly press one. We... Um, invite you to engage in this conversation with us. Amen. Um, Amen. So press one if you have a question or comment. Go ahead, sis. What are you saying? Um, we, we're talking about um, worship. And when when, we, when I think about worship, I think about um, David, King David, mm-hmm. and how people, people talk about how he danced out of his clothes. He danced naked. Of course, for a king to dance or to disrobe himself down to his ephod, it did appear that he was naked. But he wasn't Mm -hmm. really naked. He was down to the clothing under his his kingly attire. Mm -hmm. And so, but him, David brought in a new order of worship because they were still doing animal sacrifices. Mm -hmm. But David, where he was, he was, he brought in a new order of worship with song and dance because that was already in him. When he was on mm-hmm. the backside of the mountain tending the sheep, he was worshiping then. He wasn't sacrificing the animals. He was worshiping God through what God had placed on the inside of him. 
And so when he brought the Ark of the Covenant and he was before the Lord, that was what he did. He danced before the Lord. And he took off his robe because he was really before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and he knew who the true king was. And, of course, we know the Ark represented the presence of God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. Now, that's Maybe just a we'll, little bit, I and mean, we could talk more about yeah, it. Yeah, we could talk for, forever. Um, no, I really just want, you know, because as we're sharing, as we're sharing um, and, and putting you in remembrance of the word of God, um, someone says, we can transform our minds, yet we are still exposed to earthly woes of sickness, death, depression, etc. Speak to how we overcome it. Overcoming, um, well, overcome the woes of the world. Is if that's, I, I I assume that's what they're asking. We, you know, we 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 hear very different different messages about every time the storm may not go away, but in the midst of the storm we can have peace. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes God will remove us out of the situation. But we there's a scripture said that there is no temptation or trial or testing or situation that we go through that's not common to everyone. But God will, with that temptation or with that situation, um, allow us or to escape it, or He'll give mm-hmm. us the grace mm-hmm. and the strength to bear up under to it. Endure it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I guarantee whoever wrote that have gone through some really tough times that they didn't think that they were going to make it through. I mean, that song, they say, I never would have made it. I -hmm. never would have made it. But because you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you got through it where somebody else wouldn't have gotten through it the way you did. They would have maybe lost their mind. They would have given up. They would have thrown in the towel. Maybe they would have turned to um, something that would... um, would help them through it, like alcohol or drugs or, or sex or pornography, whatever. They may have had a go-to situation, but your go-to was the Lord Jesus Christ because he's in you, and we have to go deep down to the very depths of ourselves in our loins and allow Holy Spirit to minister to us. And I know yeah, those they, are just yeah. words. Uh-huh. Yeah, they responded that um, they were able to endure because of their faith. But when Amen. we go back and look at Romans Romans twelve two, you talk about the, the, the woes of the world. That the scripture in Romans twelve two says, but don't be conformed to the world. Right. Don't get okay. caught up in the values and the customs of the world, but be transformed and changed, maturing spiritually. And that's what faith does. Faith allows us to grow, mature right. in the things of God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you can still believe when you can't see it, come on. Right. That's going to help you get past what you're looking at according to what the world has presented. Or get through it. Because if, yes. if, 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 you can, if, you know what, if you know the word, because the word is alive and living, now when we say that, Truly, the word is alive. Who is the it word? 
Jesus is Jesus. the word. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when we speak the word, we're speaking Jesus. You know, sometimes when something's going on, all we can just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We're speaking oh, the word yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he is the living word. He was the word made flesh. Yes, and he came yes. and dwelt among us. And, the, and so his word said, look, cast your cares on me because I care for you. A lot of times what we're worrying about, we can't change it right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just like Jesus was with the three Hebrew boys in the fire, we have to remember the fourth man in the fire when we're in Come the on. midst of those situations. Come on. Come on. And sometimes we need people around us that's going to speak, say, look, I don't have the answer, but I know you can get through this thing because of who you are in Christ and mainly because of who he is in you. Your answer mm-hmm. is on the inside. Another scripture is my go-to because I, I deal with situations, too, that he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. Whenever we think about a thing, it enlarges that thing in our lives. If I got mm-hmm. a problem, it's like money short, I, I, I calculate, I got a piece of paper, I write it down this way, put that aside, and later on go back and check it this way and go back and check the bank account and thinking and figuring. So I'm thinking about the situation, which is making it big and and magnifying Mm -hmm. in me. So when I put it aside and I said, God, you got this. All wisdom and knowledge and understanding is on the inside of me. You're going to work this thing out, Lord God. I just know, God, because you are great. You are wonderful, Lord. You are blessed. I glorify you, Lord God. God, there's none like unto you. I thank you, Lord God, for all that I have, for all that you've done. I thank you for this day, Lord God. I thank you because you are you have blessed me with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. God, I thank you that right now you're working on my behalf, and I'm seated on when you when you can think on him, mm-hmm. when you can pull up him and think about what he's done, the work of the cross, then I'm not thinking about that situation that's bringing me down. So it's bringing me peace because i am got my mind set on God. Because right. the cares of this world will pull us away from God. Certainly will. My God. I just, Ooh, I mean, Jesus. Yeah. And I know those are just words, but it is what helps. In, in Philippians 4, 8 said, And whatsoever is honest, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is of a good report, whatsoever is of virtue and of praise and pure mm-hmm. and wonderful. Mm-hmm. He said to think on those things, on all those, those things, things yeah, that he yeah. had down there were things of good. And if when I'm thinking on that, I can't think on the bad because two things can't occupy the same space at the same time. That's right. That's right. So that's why sometimes you need to call um, that prayer partner and say, sis, I need you to pray with me right now because my mind is just going 50 miles a minute because of all that's going on. <laughs> and I, I guarantee you, everyone on this call, is that's what you do. I, yes. I guarantee you go to the <laughs> Word. I know that's what you yes. do. I know that's what yes. you do. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Wow. If there is a question or comment from those who are on the line, please certainly press one, and we will bring you live. Um, Because Linda and I, Pastor Linda and I, we're just vessels. We don't know it all. We give you, as the Spirit of God gives to us, 
But we know that everybody who has a relationship has the ability to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And if you have something that will be empowering to the people of God today, we certainly want you to share that. Amen. Yeah, empowering to us because we need to hear it too. And apostles, right, we don't know it all. We just... I I just know what works for me, and, yeah. and you may have something that you do that can work for me too. It works. Yeah. And when I yeah. put that together, because every joint supplies, everybody, yes, it, all of us have a part of it. All of us have a part of it. We do. We do. We certainly do. We certainly do. God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be not conformed to this world. Be transformed. By the renewing of your we mind. Have Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. This is um, Peggy. I was good listening. Good morning, Reverend Fox. I was call. I was. I decided to say something this morning because you feel my heart. Everything you sing is right on point. I just don't want anybody to think that that transformation is going to come overnight. God can do oh, what he wants to do, but it can't happen overnight, but it's a growth process. And the more you trust him, the more you, your faith grows. And what Peter says, for us to keep growing in the, in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the more we grow in that, the stronger we become in the word, the stronger our faith is, and the more we can lean on him and trust him because what he did before, we can rest secure that he's going to do it again. Amen. 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 That, that is good. It It is not going to happen overnight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I Amen. think that's why that's why some people um, misinterpret uh, what worship is, because they look for they, they get caught up in the moment. They get caught in up the in the experience, good. in the feel good and not realize that it actually is a process like anything else that we have to endure. So thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you for bringing that up. That That's awesome. Thank you so much for that. Amen. Yeah, because, Amen. It, you know, just like you were saying, um, Apostle, it's not like we know everything, but sometimes you've been in the storm for so long and you know what you had to do to get through it. Yeah. We have another caller, area code 804, last four, 4491. Good morning. Um, Thank is, you for joining us. Amen. This is uh, Jackie Washington. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to share, I just wanted to share, like the sister said, it is a process, but the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and said also, it's it's definitely a process with, um, being renewed in our minds, but it can't be a lazy process. And I think a lot of times we as a people, we get lazy, you know, like you said, it's a process, but we want to get to where we want to be or we don't want to put the time in it, you know, like studying the word and and, um, getting closer to God so that um, the word is alive and, and it can renew our minds. So it's definitely a process. It's not something that will happen overnight, but we just can't be lazy in the process. And a lot of Amen. times we are guilty of just being lazy and not spending the time that we really need to to get what, what we really desire in God. And also as far as the worship, uh, worship also consists of relationship, like was also spoken, you know, 
the closer you get to God, it becomes he becomes a part of you, and it becomes like a worship, your lifestyle. And it's also been said that how can you sing in a strange land? And somebody that's really in relationship with God and, and, and is anointed by God has a greater impact and effect compared to somebody just getting up there singing the songs in a strange land that doesn't mm-hmm. have no relationship but just learning a song and not really feeling the song and knowing the song because of their relationship with God. So relationship is also very important, and it's at that time being spent is very important to get to that point of being renewed in our minds like we need to be. And I think a lot of times we as Christians, we get lazy in that area. We don't put the time in like we should. So we don't get what always what we need. But it's available. But just yeah. like Minister Linda just said, he's not going to force it on us. We got to want it. I, I remember times when Apostle um, Valerie had said to me, how bad do you want it? So how bad do we want it? If we really want it, we go for it. And we'll get just what we go for. Amen. So we can't be lazy in what, you know, our work for God as well. Amen. 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 That's good. Thanks, Thanks Thank you, Evangelist. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we, we know now that it is a process. It doesn't come overnight, so that means we got to stay with it. Mm-hmm. And based on what Evangelist is saying, faith without works is dead. So that means we got to we got to do something, and I think that goes along with our healing too. Um, don't you think, Apostle? That no, it, the it, things it, that we deal deal with, um, you know, it's not like someone's going to lay our hands on us and poof, it's gone. It's not right. magic, but it's a process of when you get in that garden and weeds have been grown up for years. So you have to get in there and you got to dig and you got to uproot some things. And you talk about uproot and roar, remember? Yes, yes. So some yes. things we got to get out that 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 we learn and we thought was good and we and we thought it was what was going to work for us. But now that we're mature, we um child we thought as a child, but as a man, as a woman. We grew up, and now we realize that I got to put away the childish things. So now I got I got to change it. Put on it's um yeah. I'm gonna leave that. Yeah. So thank wow. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And and um I think um it, you know like as you were saying it's a relationship and it's a personal relationship and and God always meet us at the place of our needs. Where we are, yeah. Yeah, and and we when when we have overcome a place, we we want to drag people along with us. You know, we want to make them come along, but they have to come at the pace where they can receive and they can understand. That's why teaching is so very important um and for us to be taught and for us to study. And you mentioned that earlier, Apostle, study to show ourselves yeah. approved. Yeah, we, we have to. We have to. And um, I'm just listening, and, and I'm, I'm smiling just um, because I, I, I really I really sense that, you know, what God is revealing to us this morning about worship and the word being life is just so him. Because there are many people that are distracted right now, um, as one of the callers shared, you know, people are dealing with 
sickness and death and depression and Mm -hmm. anxiety Mm -hmm. and all these other things that are taking place in the world that we live in. But we're in the world. We're not of the world. We have to hold on to that. And then we have Mm -hmm. to understand, too, that when we are secure in our relationship with God and willing to go through the process of becoming whatever it is he's desired for our lives, we have the ability to be kept in him. And so I, I, I just, I, I'm grateful because God wanted to remind us this morning, the word is life. Worship mm-hmm. is a part of our lifestyle. If you're feeling mm-hmm. some kind of way and you're having those days where everything is gray, and I know Elder Johnny don't like gray. He says black or white. <laughs> <laughs> I say ain't no gray area, but there is a grace area. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, you know, when we're in that space and place that we're feeling some kind of way, the, the Lord is saying to us today, look, go get in my word. Yeah. Go spend some time in my presence. You know, if you need somebody that can pray with you to help get you up, you need some iron to help sharpen you, then by all means, seek it out. But the way that we're going to overcome and the way that we're going to be able to make it through what we're going through, what we're experiencing in life right now is going to only happen because we're spending time in the word of God, because we're spending time in his presence, because we're living a life of worship. We'll go right back to what that script says in Romans 12, 1 and 2. I urge you, my brothers and my sisters, by the mercies of God, present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And don't be conformed Mm -hmm. to this world no longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself. Hear that. So that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. And you see, even that's progression. Good, acceptable, and perfect. Perfect. They're levels. Good, acceptable, and perfect. It's letting you know that this is going to be a process. And the more you do, the more you're in his presence, the more you'll grow, the more you mature, the more that worship will become a part of how you live your life. And because you're applying the word of God, it will continue to strengthen you mm-hmm. to endure and get through whatever life brings. Amen. 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 And remember, we are the true worshipers. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So if they're a true worshiper, then it sounds like they're some false worshipers. Well, we are the true worship. That worship in spirit and in and truth. And in truth. Yes. Amen. 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 This Hallelujah. is good, sis. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. You want to pray us out? We got a couple minutes. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, Thank well, you, Lord. Got a okay. Father, we thank, thank you. you. We bless and honor you. We worship you because yes, you Lord. are King of kings and Lord of lords. And we thank you, Lord God, for all of the callers, all of those that have shared, Lord God, all of the listening ears, those that will come to listen. Father, we pray that something that was spoken, oh God, would permeate their hearts and minds, Lord God, that they would just continue to worship you, continue 
continue to consecrate themselves and commit themselves, ourselves unto you, Lord God, because that's our reasonable service. And we want to be true worshipers, Lord God. We want to be your hand, your feet, your eyes, your ears. So we commit our whole self to you. We commit ourselves to you as living sacrifices. We thank you for Apostle. We thank you for Evangelist um, um, Washington and Reverend um, Fox and all that have been on the call that have shared. We just thank you, Lord God, because you are such a wonderful, gracious, loving God and giving God. So we thank you for your tender mercies and your loving kindness. Oh, God, we bless and honor you. We honor you, oh, Lord God. We honor you. Father, we thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I know, Apostle, we got to go to another um, program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting ready now to transition over to Aurora intentionally. Uh, for those who, um, <laughs> for those who are uh, on Facebook page, um, I can leave the link there. If you want to text me, if you desire to join us, let me know. I can give you the call in. But we're expecting to have a great time in the Lord. With I'm Roar Intentionally. As always, we love you here at Empowerment Place, and we encourage you every day, do something to empower yourself, but once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. Love and blessings to each of you. Until next week.